1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as the Scottish football season reaches its conclusion. As Rangers fans continue to make their way back from Seville, attention turns to tomorrow's Scottish Cup final. Hearts are out to make it a trophyless end to a campaign that promised so much for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst's side. And the final spot in next season's Premiership goes up for grabs tonight as Inverness hosts St Johnston in the playoffs I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Kenny Miller And Hugh Keevans This is where Giovanni Van Bronckhurst came in Rangers against a team from Edinburgh In a cup tie at Hampden He had to lift his players After Rangers went out to Hibs In the League Cup last December Now he has to lift them for the Scottish Cup final After losing to Eintracht Frankfurt on Wednesday But Van Bronckhurst going after his first trophy As Rangers manager And Robbie Nielsen trying to become the first man To win the cup as a Hearts player And as a Hearts manager Quite a day Kenny I mean first and foremost I'm just glad you're back I was a bit worried that I don't know Flight delayed Lost luggage Sunstroke That you were going to leave the two of us to Rangers won the Europa League well, Then you definitely <laughs> wouldn't have been back <laughs> yeah, So no. every cloud and all that Absolutely I mean listen It was a brilliant A brilliant three or four days Across in Seville Obviously despite the obvious uh, Laz just fell short at that final hurdle uh, I mean, Listen, you have to say the Frankfurt penalties were absolutely sensational And they've gave a top goalie, Callum McGregor, no chance But uh, yeah, uh, Rangers need to pick themselves up, dust themselves down After what's been an emotional day already emotional, A really, really emotional week actually And it's really important to go and lift that trophy tomorrow And uh, which in a game which I think after Wednesday takes takes a little bit extra mm. significance. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Maybe you're not back, Rangers fans. Maybe you're still in Marrakesh <laughs> or Istanbul or Dublin or somewhere else, and you can feel free to pick up the phone. Maybe you're not due back till next week. I don't know. But coming let's start. down the side of Mount Kilimanjaro. Uh, let's start hearing from you if you are back and. You know the dust is starting to settle. How do you reflect on it all? You know the trip, the experience. The result of course And then it's the Scottish Cup final tomorrow Straight back to it How much more important does it become To try and end the season uh, With a bit of silverware What about the team tomorrow do, You know, do, do they mix it up Guys like Aaron Ramsey for instance What a night for him Does he actually go on and start the Scottish Cup final Alex Lowry Bashan Sakala Whatever your thoughts are Now's the time to pick up the phone 0141 951 1025 um, Hugh now that the You know that initial Emotional reaction To it is Starting to subside How, how do you look back on it? I look back on it As a tremendous achievement For Rangers To, to be in a European final As I said At the start of the programme When Giovanni Van Bronckers Came here uh, He wasn't in charge of Rangers But he watched the game As Hibs Beat Rangers And put them out Of the Premier Sports Cup Now to have them in a European final A matter of months after that Is a tremendous achievement on his part uh, I would also like to say in passing uh, If you sent tens of thousands of people Who support any club Or who don't like football If you sent tens of thousands of people to a city And there was no trouble whatsoever And no arrest made Then I have to compliment uh, the Rangers supporters um, they have been left saddened by the result I, I, I met a man today in the street Who told me just how sad he was about the whole thing But uh, the cup final tomorrow Giovanni Van Bronckers going for his first trophy As Rangers manager 
And uh, I think it'll be quite the occasion. As Kenny said, it'll be an emotional occasion, I think, because Rangers have had everything this week. They've had the European Cup final, the devastating disappointment of the way it ended. They've had Jimmy Bell's funeral today. Uh, it's a time of high emotion. Uh, but I think it will mm. all be there tomorrow in their favour. I think it will be the catalyst for Rangers tomorrow. Yeah. Just quickly on that, Kenny, I know you were at the funeral today. Was it a fitting send-off? It was, yeah. I mean, uh, everybody who spoke had their own stories, you know, of uh, of Jimmy and their, and their encounters with him. Uh, Big Andy Smiley spoke spoke really, really well. Uh, Giovanni himself spoke, I thought, uh, when he, he left not a dry in the house with, with, with some of the, the stories and the wee anecdotes that he had uh, about Jimmy. So, yeah, it was an emotional day. I mean, like I said, there was a lot of, I mean, first first thoughts when obviously got to the family, you know, his, uh, his missus, his, his, his sons, his daughters, his nieces, nephews and, and his grandsons, you know, it's uh, such a, it would have been a tough, tough day for them, like I said, highly emotional, but uh, really highly emotional for the Rangers family as well, you know, and it was definitely a fitting tribute for the wee man. Yeah, and of course, that will be felt, I'm sure, Scottish Cup final tomorrow, as Hugh says, so come on then, Rangers fans, how do you... How do you feel looking back on Wednesday, being sandwiched in between that and the cup final? Maybe you're not even home yet, because I know lots of you had um, stories about your journeys over there, and we had a lot of fun, didn't we, over the last week or so, hearing about them. So, how's the return journey? Pick up the phone and let us know. The manager, Giovanni van Bronckhurst, uh, has been speaking today about how important it is to pick the players up for tomorrow after Wednesday, including, of course, Aaron Ramsey. So I had uh, the disappointment uh, of, of Wednesday's game, the result of it. Of course, Aaron as well. Uh, he was very down after the game. Also yesterday still. So we needed to uh, to lift him up. Uh, we need to lift up every player in the, in the squad. You know, we are focusing now on the final and uh, we, we have to take the, the loss as a, as a team. We have to support each other as, a, as the Rangers family and uh, make sure we are ready for the game tomorrow um, to play the final against Hearts. But yeah, obviously Aaron uh, is is very down, but we are lifting him up. And, uh, you know, he, he has all my support, all the support of his teammates. And I'm sure he will see feel the same support uh, in the stadium tomorrow when the, the fans will also welcome him and my team. In relative terms, Kenny, for a guy who's only been up here for a couple of months, you, you know him, you know Aaron Ramsey relatively well. How will he be feeling? How important is it that the Rangers players can sort of rally round and, and deal with what happened the other night? I think, obviously, him, him personally, he will feel it more because he's the one that missed the penalty, you know. But the Rangers players as a whole, I mean, they've been through such a journey over the last three or four months in the, in the knockout stage of Europa League that every one of them will need picked up, you know. But being uh, the guy who obviously missed the crucial kick, yep, I think, I mean, Giovanni's touched on it there. They will need his, his coaches, his manager, his players... Uh, he's big enough as well, you know. He's, he's experienced enough and played in so many big games over the over his career that I'm sure he'll be looking to tomorrow as a real opportunity. Hopefully, he'll be wanting to play. He'll be wanting to go and contribute, and he'll be wanting to help Rangers lift that trophy. His last game in the Rangers jersey. I mean, there's no way that he'll be there next season. I can't imagine that would be the case. Uh, so he will want to go out on a high, uh, and he'll get a. A civilised reception from the Rangers fans I've no doubt about that And he It will be One more mm. subplot In a day of subplots Right come on then Let's do it Let's do that tour of Europe again And find out where everyone is I know some of you will be back What about John Who's a Rangers fan Where are you John First and foremost Hi Good evening guys uh, I'm actually just in Luton Airport 
and went to get my flight at seven o'clock. Uh, I travelled from uh, Lamanga uh, into Mercer and then Mercer to Luton. So that's not bad. You're nearly there. You're on the on on the final stretch. How do you look back on it all now, John? Yeah, uh, well, I was at the game. Um, and it was very emotional. Uh, the heat was incredible. Uh, I remember looking up at one of the the bits in the street. It was forty-two degrees about ten past six in the evening. So. Can imagine the heat for these guys running about the park and in the extra time because it was absolutely sweltering. You have no idea how hot it was. It was really, really, really warm. So you think that had an impact on the football match? I'm not going to sit here and make excuses, but you know the guys did look. Both teams looked kind of tired in their feet, and in the heat, as I said, it's hard to tell, isn't it? I mean, it was it was a long. It's got to have some bit of an impact, surely, with the heat. Uh, that, that I mean, I don't know what it was at that uh, time of night. Uh, it must have been at least in the thirties when the guys were playing. Um, so, I I think they had a few water breaks, if I remember yeah, right. So yeah, so that that was obviously another reason why probably it was so warm and for the water breaks. But who knows if it had an impact? It's just. Absolutely gutted. Uh, never been so gutted in all my life, actually, at a football game, to be honest with you. It was really, I could have actually burst out crying, to be honest with you. So, so did that, was that the emotion that came through first, John, rather than, you know, pride at just getting there? Was it still that, just that sheer disappointment at losing it? I think, to be honest with you, the emotions were running high all day. I said before, you know, the fans were outstanding. I've never seen any trouble. Everybody was in great spirits. Uh, the, the the fans must have been easy over a hundred thousand plus, and it, this, it just it was just absolutely great. And but the emotions are still running high, to be honest with you. And probably a lot of the Rangers fans that are still travelling home like myself, but this flight's going to be filled coming back here. The Rangers fans and we're all sitting about quite deflated looking. I know the bus when we come back to La Manga. Um, from uh, sorry Seville back to La Manga the, the bus was jumping going it was about 30 of us everybody was in great spirits and then coming back honestly could have heard a pin drop and that was throughout the whole bus so there was a lot of sadness to be honest with you that's natural Hugh yeah. you, you know you want to it's just a fact of life this is football and defeat is a part of it and deflation that follows defeat is a part of it but there are only by my dodgy calculation 64 hours between the end of the game in Seville and the beginning of the game in Mount Florida tomorrow and those 64 hours have been difficult for Rangers Kenny's just told us about Giovanni Van Bronckhurst at uh, Jimmy Bell's funeral today it's a highly emotional time but another thing that football does when the whistle blows at 3 o'clock tomorrow there's a football match to be won And people will focus on that And as I say I think all that's happened Will prove to be a catalyst For Rangers against Hearts uh, Kenny you were there I'm, I'm trying to figure out If these things balance themselves out Because you weren't playing But you were wearing a suit jacket So I saw you I don't know how you felt the heat And what impact it had In the football match I'll tell you one man I did feel the heat It was Koist uh, standing next to me That's for sure But no it was hot And I think When we were going into the game you only get the water break if it's over 32 degrees, I think, yeah. at uh, warm-up time mm-hmm. or at the end of warm-up. It's something like that. So it's, it was definitely 32 plus. So I think it did impact the game, but it impacted for both teams. Both teams, you could see the tempo had kind of dropped. 
at times of where there had been real exertions you've seen there maybe had to be a little bit of game management within it as well particularly obviously an extra time so uh, but it isn't any excuse because it was the same for both teams the one thing I would say is Rangers finished super strong uh, they were they were pressing and pressing. Obviously, they had the chance with Ryan Kent in the in the hundred twentieth minute, and to, for him to have actually have the energy to make that forty yard dash to go on the end of the Kamar Roof cross, uh, I mean that speaks volumes for the boy himself, and he's very unfortunately have scored the winner. Uh, Steve Davis then follows it up with a with a, a wonderful shot with the left foot. It looked like it was going the top corner had it not been deflected. Uh, so yeah, it was. There's no doubt it would have affected them. It was warm, but. Listen, it was a game of football to go and win. There was so much at stake and, and Rangers took it so close and I can completely understand the deflation uh, for John because one thing, yeah, we maybe never felt the heat as much but I'll tell you, we're mentally drained after it, after the game and you just thought, I mean, I, I remember when the ball went across and I seen Ryan Kent, I say, this is it, this is it and then Trap gets across and makes a wonderful save, you know. So, yeah, it was an amazing night. Obviously, I thought it could have been Griggs' time. You know, it could have been he's so good at penalties, but last game said, for the club potentially. Uh, I wouldn't rule him out staying to be honest with you. I think uh, it could do one that could scunner him because he might think he may never get back there again. He might think it's maybe not a bad way to bow mm-hmm. out. Uh, on the other hand, it might want to kick him on and he might, might, might make him hungry for more. I don't think you make a decision like that right now, Kenny. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you'll need to wait till his head clears. He possibly had the decision made already, though. Well, if if that is the case, then. That's fine It's a matter of the club Making a public announcement But If he hasn't make, Made the decision I wouldn't be making no. it now I'd be waiting until I could think properly Right thank you John Nice to hear from you Safe flight back up the road Robert Is on the line Robert John there was speaking about Devastation And feeling like Bursting out crying And all the rest of it How do you feel at the moment? Well we're still heartbroken To be honest It's been A roller coaster. Uh, the journey here The amazing day That we spent in Seville and the build-up to the game, how good the fans were, how good the Spanish were, we made it so welcome. The police were great. It was just a, a, an absolutely amazing day. Obviously, the result was disappointing, but do you know what? We're so proud to be Rangers supporters and so proud of the team to get where they, where they got. You know, it's they gave it all. And we're just unfortunate at the end. We just just couldn't get it. Yeah, I, I think I can hear you know a car in the background, Robert. Tell me you're on the way home from Glasgow Airport or something, and not. Somewhere in Central Europe uh, Well we've just passed Le Mans oh, In the uh, South of France We've got 300 and Let me see 390 miles of sat nav To get to Eurotunnel <laughs> We're booked on the 4 o'clock train And we should be back in Glasgow For, for lunchtime Just to catch the The next final <laughs> Tell me you're not going to Hamden tomorrow no, I'm not going to Hamden, no <laughs> Robert doesn't want to go to another football game for six months, Hugh Everyone 400 keeps... miles away from the Eurotunnel Everyone keeps... I heard a, another caller last night saying that he was uh, passing Le Mans I'd go off It's a, it's a lovely place <laughs> No, listen, you need to, you're up against the clock at this point You'll miss kick-off tomorrow at that rate um, That's just the dedication, isn't it, Kenny and Robert speaking about everything about it They sort of experience once in a lifetime, maybe Depends how old you are Um and then the football match The sort of main event If you like Just falling short on the night I mean the fans You know like We were there from Monday uh, And as obviously As each hour passed There was more and more Hit of the streets And they were great You know Absolutely great They looked like they had a ball Obviously everybody was there Looking forward to the game Yeah it fell short How some of the routes What we've been told How the fans got there Is the dedication To actually make that trip Again Most of them without tickets As well 
was uh, was was sensational. And again, I've I've got a couple of friends as well that are on the way back as well. I don't know where they're at at the moment. I've been following the journey over Instagram, but it's uh, I don't know what, quite know where he's at. But again, you can't speak highly enough for the Rangers support over this over this trip. Robert, I get the feeling fans are drained ahead of tomorrow's cup final. How do you think the players will feel? How much importance falls on tomorrow? Do you know what? Probably after today, you know, an emotional day today, the disappointment from Wednesday. I'm hoping they're strong enough to be able to pick themselves back up, you know, and give it all and, and give you a good a good result on Saturday and, and kinda of just finish the season on a high. Yeah, that's the Hugh, you can never speak on behalf of all fans, you know, I hate when, when people try yeah, yeah, and do yeah. that on the show, but the impression we get is that yes, of course, you can be disappointed in the outcome. You can think that certain things were done wrong, whether that is substitutions or selection or bringing Aaron Ramsey on too late, whatever it was. The, the overall impression, though, is still that sort of, look, pride to get there. And that will probably be reflected tomorrow, won't it? Without doubt. You know, Rangers have had a sensational tournament. Uh, they've, they've probably helped cost the Borussia Dortmund manager his job today because they've sacked Marco Rose. And what Rangers did to Borussia Dortmund will be one of the reasons why he's now unemployed. Uh, they've had tremendous results, tremendous performances. Everyone kept thinking, this will be it. This is a step too far. They'll be a step too far. No, no, they'll be a step too far. No one until Eintracht Frankfurt was a step too far. Again in football, I, I know it's a massive, gargantuan disappointment, but it's done. They've got they've got the Europa League. Rangers have to focus on getting mm. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst his first trophy as Rangers manager tomorrow. How tough will it be for the players tomorrow, Kenny? Do you think that that does come into the thinking? Uh, no, I think they'll, they'll know. Man, I can only speak for the, for the ones that I know pretty well that they'll be looking at it tomorrow as a cup final. I mean, this is, it's been way, way too long that Rangers have not won the Scottish Cup. Uh, I think it's, 30, it's 13 years, 2009. Nacho's goal against Falk. Falk was last time they won the Scottish Cup. Not won a, a major cup since 2011. So it's been way too long. So the, the the lads will be looking at, yes, absolute disappointment after after Wednesday night. But this is, an, this is such a big game now that Rangers finish with some silverware over the course of this season. It takes me back to the week uh, that Braga in the semi-final against Celtic where everybody was saying oh Gio's this and Gio's that and he's we've lost we're back in the league This if, if we get beat against Braga and then we lose against Celtic it's oh, they, they were going to end up with nothing well they came through that week with flying colours you know got through to the semi-final of the Europa League and they got to the final of the, of the Scottish Cup by beating Celtic on end both in extra time as well so again that shows the the resilience the, the togetherness and, and the fitness levels of that group of players so they need to show that again they need to show mm. it again tomorrow and they need to go and make, make sure they lift that trophy Right, Robert, I think, what are you, 395 miles away from the Eurotunnel now? 385. Behave yourself, Robert. We'll catch you soon. Give us a call when you get back. All right, cheers, nice, guys. Speak to you on Thursday. Right. That was Robert somewhere uh, in France. 01419511025. Keep the calls coming. We're going to take more of them and hear more build-up to the Scottish Cup final next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevens are here. It's so 01419511025, or it's Twitter at Clyde SSB. Still on the lookout for you Rangers fans making your way home. Maybe you're back already, 
And uh, you want to share your thoughts on the past couple of days Please do It's a big day tomorrow of course Scottish Cup final at Hamden So get your thoughts in Nathan is a Rangers fan Nathan how are you feeling about it all? To be honest I'm not but I'm not crying about it I'm gutted But I'm not crying right Because at the end of the day It's great That a Scottish team Got to a European final You look at the budget we've been on in fact, I don't even think they spent any money in the summer there and we managed to get to a European final. It, it's great. It's honestly great. But at the same time, I'd rather have won it. But at least we'll be there to lose it. Yeah, I think both, there's always going to be an element of both, Hugh. I think yeah. that's understandable. I mean, I was on record that I can't remember how long ago saying that I didn't think I would see a Scottish club in the European final in my lifetime. Uh, again. But... Uh, it did happen and it happened against all expectation, against all odds, given the, the nature of the opposition that Rangers had to remove from their path in order to get there. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's been a great achievement, but over and done with. Rangers will now have to focus on the future. Can't keep going on about what happened in Seville, that, you know, you have to move on and, and you've got your next match is a cup final and you have to focus on that. I mean, the Champions League prize, Kenny, it, that was what the incentive obviously was on top of just winning a European trophy. It, it can still be done. You need to go through the qualifiers. So, you know, this is where you start to almost take in what, what the future looks like now. You know, of course, the disappointment of losing the game, but as Hugh says, right, well, what's next? If it is to be Champions League, do it through the qualifiers. Does this change anything for Alan McGregor, for Conor Goldson, for Stephen Davis? Does it mean that you now can't be quite as aggressive right now because you can't guarantee a player that you're trying to sign group stage football? Yes, you might get it, but you'll need to wait till July to find out. It's going to be a, an interesting few weeks ahead. That is, I mean, we heard Ange talk about that, the clarity that it gives Celtic in terms of the recruitment uh, by having the having the selling point of being in the Champions League group stages. Well, Rangers had the opportunity to have that. Uh, obviously, now it's a completely different route. I mean, it might be harder to actually get through that route than it was to maybe win the Europa League final, you know? So it's uh, it does probably make a difference to, to the recruitment in terms of all the names that you mentioned. I would be surprised if decisions are actually not being made on those players or if those players have made decisions about what they want to do next in their careers. So uh, it is, it's a bit, listen, that's another disappointing factor. Is, yes, Champions League can still be achieved, but what would have been in terms of, again, I say that like, like the pot one is such a big a big thing in terms of having trying to have a bit of success within that Champions League group as well. So it can still be achieved and getting to the Champions League uh, next year would would be again would be the start of the, the next journey and it would be a big achievement for for the club to do that. But the immediate goal, everything's on tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so we forget about all that at the moment. Mm. Winning this cup tomorrow is absolutely paramount. Yeah, do you think all that look it was great, it was we're proud, it was good to be there. Do you think some of that disappears if tomorrow doesn't go to plan? I'll never take away for the achievement. Oh, of course not. Because the achievement's but, the achievement. But just that you but know the sentiment. I think now, if there's a season that ends up with no silverware for Rangers, I think it it will. People will be looking at think, well, you know what? Yeah, it was great to be get. We've got to finals, but we fell short. You know, that's why you say I, I, it was it was incredible, and there was so much optimism and things going, confidence going into the game on Wednesday night, and everything talking about the achievement, which was correct. But see, when you get to a final. The, for me the pressure is even even bigger because like Hugh says nobody expected Rangers to go and do this 
But when you get to a final, you want to finish the mm. job. You want to go and lift that trophy. When you don't, there is severe disappointment. And all the journey and all the, the plaudits that you've got probably mean nothing to you. For those players, they'll have been, they'll, I mean, they've been absolutely devastated to lose that game yeah. on Wednesday night. But they need to pick themselves up and make sure they're not feeling the same tomorrow. Nathan, any hangover tomorrow? To be honest, I don't think there will be. I'm, well, at least I'm hoping not. I think Gio would have blown back and let, you know what, we got to a final in Europe. A Scottish club got there. We can, we just need to put that at the back of our minds. Go to Hamden tomorrow. We're a full strength team, and we all know how we done with a B team. Uh, I think it was last weekend when we beat them three one. I think we'll go there, uh, just energy to try and get silverware because last season we proved that we can be dominant. We haven't been as dominant this season, but I think tomorrow when we go to Hamden, we just need. To, Fresh and I hope Ramsey isn't playing because if it goes to penalty shootouts, they want to see him take a penalty again. Well, <laughs> there is that. They were, they were definitely getting into the the, the future or the, the realms of hypotheticals. Hugh, maybe the best thing for Aaron Ramsey is to start the game tomorrow. Who knows? How do you think that only, will work? Only Aaron Ramsey and Giovanni Van Bronckers can know what frame of mind he is in with regard yeah. to whether he starts the game. Whether he's on the bench From the outside what, what do you think Does that Does it put too much Of a spotlight on him Or, or how no, no No I think he's too big A personality in the game To be overly troubled by that uh, I think It will be his last game In a Rangers jersey I think he could handle uh, Going on to the park From the start um, Obviously Modifications will need to be made Because People like Borna Barisic I think it would be unlikely that he would play Given the way he went off the park on Wednesday um, But Rangers have won one trophy in 11 years One So that has to be the incentive for them tomorrow You know that Celtic are the champions and deservedly so uh, Celtic took the League Cup Thanks to Kyogo Furuhashi Against Hibs And now Hearts are going there Intent on Winning for a variety of reasons Craig Gordon wants to win his second final as a Hearts player Robbie Nielsen wants to win the cup for the first time as a Hearts player and manager That will go into the Hearts record books There are incentives for Hearts But Rangers' main incentive They haven't won the cup for 13 years They were last in it 6 years ago And in spite of Kenny's best efforts and Andy Halliday's best efforts that day they didn't win it and I like how you're exonerating The super scoreboard pundits Everybody <laughs> else can get it in the neck Absolutely <laughs> I'm not standing beside them I'm standing beside him So You know There's a big incentive there For Rangers And The main one being They've won one trophy In 11 years For a club of Rangers size That's not good enough you know, Nathan mentions last week Kenny And it's, it's a fair point It was a second string Rangers team That went there and won Whether that has any direct bearing Or not tomorrow Um I wonder about physically versus emotionally Because physically Rangers should have enough there If they want to, to mix it up Scott Arfield can start the game Aaron Ramsey could start the game Lowry could start the game Diallo could start the game Kimar Roof even Who only came on for a couple of minutes the other night John McLaughlin apparently will Well Usually plays the cup games So physically Would you, would you expect that to be you know reflected in the team But these guys might still be carrying some of the 
you know, the emotional yep. stuff from the other night. I would expect to see a, a few changes for the team. You've you've touched on a few. I mean, Leon Balligan's another one. I yep. think if Barisic is out, I think he's nailed on to play left centre back. Basi will probably go. I mean, he seems to could play. He could play two hundred minutes a game. You know that boy. He was absolutely phenomenal on Wednesday night. So yeah, I would expect Scotty to play Ramsey. Uh, I think guys like Lundstrom, Goals and Tavernier I think they are really important Ryan Jack again would be in that bracket as well But where he's at kind of fitness wise After pulling out all the stops to make it for Wednesday night as well Kamar Roof again Where is he with his fitness? He definitely would kind of be in a recognised nine I mean touching on last week though I think Rangers finished with seven players on mm. the pitch uh, From that kind of B squad It, it was incredible the per- I watched the game The performance was brilliant I mean, Do you think Hearts sir? were within themselves Knowing sort of the, the occasion I, I Potentially But it doesn't matter You still It doesn't matter what they're doing Rangers needed to go and Go and perform And I thought I thought the lad Devine Was, was superb uh, King obviously playing at left back Was I mean, just a, a position that he's not that familiar with But done great Cole McKinnon when he came on I thought he was I mean I've watched him quite a bit Over the last few months I thought he was outstanding When he came on A player that just looks like He does the right things all the time he, His goal it was a, I mean that's a season finisher uh, his, his goal And to score on his debut That dream debut for the boys So McCann coming on as well Really good player It's a, it's a really really good testament And like to all the All the work that the academy's doing They've got a really really good Group of young players there And, and how they move forward With that will be, be interesting to see Did I read earlier this week That Adam Devine is Sidney Devine's grandson? Is he really? Gordon DL was delighted with this news Because that was obviously one of his favourites Oh and, yeah um, Yeah I'm sure I read that So I really hope I've not got that wrong That seems like a um, That's, that's not, that. it's not one you, you want to <laughs> make a mistake on I'm sure I read that somewhere But as Kenny touched upon there You know to to have McCann and Devine and King And uh, Cole McKinnon uh, Alex Lowry who's still a teenager as well Uh it bodes well for the future Well on that Giovanni Van Bronckhorst did speak today About the squad And giving an update Before tomorrow's game He also was full of praise For Calvin Bassey We had a You know a tough game Also uh, Because we played 120 minutes In very uh, difficult uh, Circumstances You know With, uh, with the war But uh, We had a good recovery Today uh, All players Who were involved On Thursday uh, except uh, Borna uh, is uh, not available for tomorrow. All the other players who started or were involved in the squad uh, are also available for tomorrow. I was very impressed with his performances. I think uh, Kelvin is playing uh, really well in the last uh, couple of months. I'm really happy for him because it will uh, benefit his um, his development as a player. He's still young, he's 22. You know, He wants to be stronger and better every day. So for me, it's ideal for uh, for me to work with him. And of course, uh, I want to work as long as possible with, with Kelvin. But uh, if you uh, have these performances in, uh, in Europe, then uh, you will get attention. But I hope to uh, see him uh, for as long as possible uh, in my team. Uh, let's bring in Gordon, who's a Rangers fan from air, but no one is where they're from at the moment. Are they, Gordon? What's the update? Uh, just past Scott's corner, pal. How's it going tonight? You oh, alright? That's much closer than Le Mans, Hugh. Yeah. We can we can deal with that. The end is in sight. Um, how are you, Gordon? More importantly, I obviously a bit deflated. Me and my son were there. Uh, my son Jack. Uh, we left Monday night and then we got to Seville on Wednesday. Straight after the game on Wednesday, we basically tried to find a taxi. It took us three hours to find a taxi, get to the airport, get our van, and we've been on the road ever since. Wow. <laughs> Listen, what, look, I mean, the disappointment, obviously. Does it still feel 
you know special to be able to share it with with your son and enjoy it, or is the the heart of the football game overtaking that? Oh no 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 no! Listen, the disappointment's there. We could have won it in ninety minutes. Uh, I was saying to the producer when, when I phoned up. I said basically uh, everybody's saying Aaron Ramsey missed the penalty and all that. And it's his fault and all that. But I don't blame it. We could have won it in ninety minutes because uh, centre half is a centre half Golson. If in doubt, get it out. Doesn't matter who's behind you or nothing. And Kenny will tell you that because he's a striker. Strikers always going to head to the front post and try and get that ball. So uh, for Connor Golson to let that ball go across him is basically a cardinal sin. He should have just launched that into the stadium and then dealt with the corner. But it's a, it, the, the, the whole the whole uh, the whole situation down there about the memories that my son will remember that for the rest of his life. He was two year old at Manchester 2008. He can't hear me talking about it and all the time and then when we go to the final I says to him, right, that's it, we're going, we're driving. And well, he's like, what? I says, I we're driving. So we've done, we've done 3,386 miles and now we've got another 180 miles to go. So that's a good trip. Oh, relatively speaking, you're, you're nearly there. Um, Kenny, what about that? then the goal that was lost? Gordon's been critical of Conor Goldson's part in it. Fair? Uh, I, you know, see when the ball goes in between into that space you know it's a danger space when we looked at it on Wednesday night I just thought his, his position you know what Conor Goldson's been outstanding over the course of the season and you know for me he has been over the last two or three seasons man it's always been there uh, again a little bit like James Tavernier gets a little bit stick when things go a little bit wrong for Rangers but he's always there I don't. he's barely missed a game in his four years at Rangers I just thought for a centre back he has quality and I think looking back on it now he would agree he could have been a yard or two deeper to stop that ball going in there because Gordon's right, strikers want the ball in there, but centre-backs are aware of that. So they're always, particularly when you've not got a man to mark, you should be really kind of mm. blocking that space there and that, yeah. you don't want it like, because when you're, you're not there to then put something on it, you really, really run the risk mm-hmm. of putting it through your own goal, particularly when the ball's coming in with the quality that it was. So uh, but again, credit has to go to Boris. Because you know, I've seen people mention that they think he actually could have cleared it where he was, but you think rather than that, it was just more about the position. We're talking, honestly, we're talking a yard or two. If he's in that, you see how close he gets. Because when he's facing his own goal now, he's in a real dangerous mm-hmm. position to put it past Alan McGregor because the ball came in with pace, it came low, it was already past him, so he was having to have a swipe at that and it could have went anywhere. He could have, he could have done it and he could have cleared it, absolutely. He chose not to for all the reasons that I've just mentioned. Had he been a yard or two deeper, it would have been clearing the facing the other way. Yeah, it would have had no danger. And that's mm-hmm. just the thing. I think looking at it, it was such a good cross. And I think it's actually went through Scott Wright's legs as well. He probably never actually expected. Could he have stopped it? Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's there. You know, he's there. But he's, it's, it's, it's went through his legs. His leg, he's putting his leg up to block it. It goes through the legs. I just think he, Connor's probably not expecting the ball to go in there because he, he can't probably even see it because there was decent... I think Scott was in a good position. I think Tav was also in front of in front of, of, of Connor Goldson, so he probably never expected to go in there. But looking back on it, I'm sure, I'm absolutely sure. I'm not going to say anything that he doesn't know. He's, he knows the centre back position far better than me. But he'll be looking at that goal and he'll think, "Had I just took a yard, yeah. I probably wouldn't have cut that out." Gordon and Jack, safe trip home. Cheers, boys. Thank you very much. Good man. Nice to speak to both of you. Let's remind ourselves of this. It is getting to crunch time. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals One Day to Go It feels emotional Hugh It's like the end of an era I've spoken about this every single day Twice a day sometimes Since January 
And this is it Super oh. Scoreboard's Golden Goals ends tomorrow Do you remember it? Back in January Yep A thousand pounds And now over 36,000 36 and a half thousand pounds to give away We've been putting money into a jackpot Every time Celtic or Rangers have scored since January And we're now sitting at 36,500 pounds That is going to be one tomorrow so you, this is your last chance Do not put it off any longer Text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 It's £2 plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com Lines close at 6pm tomorrow So that number can go up If Rangers go in and score 10 goals In the Scottish Cup final well, that amount will be a lot, lot higher. So I keep keep Robbie, your eye. Hope Robbie Nielsen's not listening. To you at uh, this point. It might be eleven ten to hearts. You never know. <laughs> but keep your eye on tomorrow. That will dictate how much money we're giving away. But the lines do close tomorrow, so don't leave it too late. Text goal to six one zero two five right now. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Kenny Miller and Hugh Keevans are here. There's plenty of time left for you to get your calls in, whether it is on Wednesday night's game, the journey back, the Scottish Cup final tomorrow, or something else entirely. Please do pick up the phone. We would love to hear from you. Let's set the scene a bit more ahead of tomorrow's Cup final and hear from Hearts boss Robbie Nielsen. It's a great game to be involved in, you know, the, the rest of the league's all done, everyone's away on their holidays and we've got this massive game to, to look forward to and try and go and win a, a trophy, you know, 90 minutes away for buying the Scottish Cup home, but we know it's going to be a really tough game and we need to be ready for it, but the players are excited about it. It's been a good season, it's a chance to be a great season, I think that, you know, there's been a lot of club, a lot of teams over the years at heart, so have finished third, qualified for Europe, got the cup finals. There's very few that have actually went on and won it, you know, so we've got an opportunity now to go and do it. And what an opportunity it is. I've had the Scottish Cup final before as a manager, so you know the, the build up and what's needed to be done, you know, we're so close last time. You know, I hope we can take that next step now. But but it's it's going to be a great occasion, but it's one that we believe that, you know, if we keep prepare the players properly, we've got the quality here to go and win it. You know, it'd be brilliant to, to bring the cup home but you know, we get put against a very, very good team. You know, a team that's in the UEFA Cup final, and we have to be ready and have to work extremely hard to make sure we give ourselves a chance. Joseph is a Hearts fan from Kirkintilloch. What do you think about tomorrow, Joseph? Um, obviously, I've been I've had a bad feeling for weeks. Obviously, the Rangers have been on um, a fine one for them, um, but just so happens that this, well, for my own personal opinion, I think they've kind of turned out zero bottle merchants this season. I'm just hoping they carry that over to Saturday. Um, obviously, Hearts have got a few injuries coming back. I think Shooter and Halkett, um we've been out for a bit. Them coming back, maybe have a better chance. I'm just hoping that because of the Europa slip up on um, Thursday night there from Rangers, um, that Hearts can possibly capitalise on that and um, take their opportunity and uh, go on to win. A Scottish Cup Ironically in the same year That Rangers died uh, 2012 Joseph just come on He's just trying to get All his digs yeah. in there Hugh Which just makes my life A misery Because then Rangers fans Will say Why didn't you say this to him And it's Friday night And there's two shows left To the end of the season And quite frankly I don't need the grief I would doubt very much If Joseph is a heart supporter um, But well, I'll give him the dignity Of uh, A courteous answer To his question I think people forget That Hearts Are the promoted club This season uh, so Robbie Nielsen and the Hearts players uh, Have done a terrific job uh, On their club's behalf um, I think 
Could be very much second favourites tomorrow uh, When Rangers B team Just about Can take care of Hearts at Tynecastle uh, Then it's a psychological blow um, But There's a lot in it for Robbie Nielsen tomorrow What a claim to fame that would be I won the cup as a Hearts player I won the cup as Hearts manager uh, So If they turn up this, I don't know what was going on last Saturday at Tynecastle I don't know what was going through their minds But they were well beaten uh, If they turn up as the artist formerly known as Heart of Midlothian And get in about their business Then we'll win a good final Don't think Joseph likes Rangers, Kenny That's that's the feeling I'm getting so far um, How will Hearts be feeling? Because I'm absolutely certain the message Will be We focus on us We don't worry about them But you can't have failed To have noticed That Rangers had A fairly taxing few days If you're a Hearts player It was the same It was the same Going into the semi-final A lot was made About the 120 minutes On the Thursday night The same will be made Going into this And, and it's valid You know it absolutely is It's been a I mean travelling alone Is I mean, I mean can take out of you To then go and have 120 minutes in heat and penalties Then the travelling back On the Thursday afternoon uh, training probably later today Based on obviously uh, Jimmy's funeral Everything Hearts will be looking Think yeah we, we need to be high energy We'll need to go and start the game We need to try and impose ourselves on them And hope that all the things we've just mentioned Can affect the performance You know Flip it It never affected the semi-final performance Against Celtic mm-hmm. It's a cup final The game last week will have no bearing On this game There's no getting away from that Yes it was a brilliant performance For the Rangers youngsters uh, And they were worthy winners And and Hearts were well beat on that day They were kind of mixing up Their their, their own with their changes And getting people back into the team as well Craig Calcutt was back for a bit John Souter uh, obviously Andy's came back For his, his injection as well So there's, there's That game was used To get these guys Minutes as well And get them up to speed For what's a massive game But It's uh, Yeah There's no doubt Everything that's went on this week Makes it harder For Rangers If, they, if they'd had a whole week's Preparation like Hearts But I expect no hangover at all I mean Joseph mentioned Rangers bottle Hugh But not not sure you can reach A Europa League final Without bottle Can you? No No um, th- That was someone Intent on coming on And uh, trying to be controversial um, Rangers Have not bottled Anything They have been beaten uh, By Celtic To the championship Because Celtic uh, Took more points Off Rangers Than Rangers Could take off Celtic uh, So They have no complaint there uh, They could have no complaint With regard to League Cup Hibs were Simply better on the day And blew them away Um but they did get to a European final And you know, few among us thought we'd ever see that However, again They've got one chance to win silverware tomorrow One chance Last day of the season And they have to take it Because it will go beyond being sympathetic Ah, they had a European final And very little recovery time That will not be enough on its own Because Rangers have a a squad of strength and depth And Giovanni Van Bronckhurst can put out a team tomorrow That can win the cup But if they don't There can be no excuses about anything What a quick first hour that was Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online The Scottish Sun.co.uk Slash football Come on then Beat the Pundit time This is your penultimate chance To win Beat the Pundit this season You have tonight or Monday Don't let it linger all summer This is a good chance to sign off on a high And win the last remaining signed ball That we have in our possession 
We've timed it magnificently We've only got one left But you could win it tonight 01419511025 And the lines do close at 7 o'clock So your chance to beat the pundit is next Let's hear from you Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Evans and Kenny Miller are here If you missed the first hour, shame on you Where have you been? We've been looking back of course on Wednesday night Hearing from people who are still driving through France Some who are at Luton Airport Some who are at Scotch Corner We're getting there, yes. we're getting closer And there is a Scottish Cup final tomorrow as well So Hearts fans, it would be nice to hear from you 01419511025 And before anything else, we need to do this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. These are truly strange times on Beat the Pundit. Gordon DL won a tiebreaker last night. Mm-hmm. He then proceeded to bark like a dog afterwards, which just quite frankly has nothing to do with me, but you can hear it uh, on the podcast. It was every bit as disturbing as you can imagine. Now tonight Ian is gonna play. Uh, Ian, where are you at the moment? I'm in Villamoura in Portugal Lovely Does this get anything to do with the game Or is this just a holiday? No it was partly to do with the game But didn't quite make it to Seville So <laughs> Closer than here so. sunny, sunny weather so Quite right And you're not daft honestly And you've even taken time out of your holiday To give us a phone We are truly humbled Right let's toss the coin uh, And see who you're up against If it's heads it will be Hugh Kevens And if it's tails it's Kenny Miller And it is tails It's Kenny up against Ian in Villamura Hugh Evans is relieved He's a relieved man So we'll give Kenny some Clyde 2 In his ear Just so that he can't hear what's happening Ian It's pretty straightforward As I'm sure you know 30 seconds Just answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know Okay Okay Let's go then 30 seconds on the clock And your time starts now Who captained Rangers When they last played The Scottish Cup final in 2016? Lee Which English side did Scott Sinclair Play for last season? Preston. Name the only player in the most recent Scotland squad with a Z in their name. Pass. Harry Clark is on loan at Hibs from which English Premiership side? Liverpool. Name any of the three Scottish Premiership sides who ended the league season with only two red cards. Wow. Rangers. And which Scottish Premiership side finished bottom six? Finished top of the bottom six in seventh place. Okay, let's bring back Kenny Miller. A couple of those are tough again. I don't know what's got into you at the end of the season, producer Callum. Um, right, Kenny, you ready? Let's do it. Same set of questions. Let's go. Who captained Rangers when they last played in a Scottish Cup final in 2016? Lee Wallace. Which English side did Scott Sinclair play for last season? Preston North End. Name the only player in the most recent Scotland squad with a Z in their name. Pass. Harry Clark is on loan at Hibs from which English Premiership Arsenal. side? Name any of the three Scottish Premiership sides who ended the league season with only two red cards. Ross County. Which Scottish Premiership side finished top of the bottom six in seventh place? Livingston. Okay, okay, okay. What's your feeling on that, Ian? Did you do enough? I think Kenny horsed me there. I thought you did all right. I think you've been harsh on yourself. You'll be disappointed with that first one, Ian, won't you? Uh, I think so. I. Uh, you got the Lee bit right, but then you said McCulloch. It was Lee Wallace. I feel like taking that. I mean, he's, as if Kenny wasn't uh, not going to get that. Is he here? Is he here? Here is 
<laughs> oh, that's what I've been hearing about the Rangers' wine. performance the other night as well. And now you're blaming that and beat the pundit. Um, yeah, Lee Wallace, as you well know, Kenny, 1 0. You both got Preston North End for Scott Sinclair, so you're hanging on in there, Ian, 2 1 down. The only player in the recent Scotland squad with a Z in their name Xander Clark. Was Xander Clark. Well done. Big Z. Big Z. 2 1. <laughs> 2-1 to Kenny still Harry Clark is on loan from Arsenal 3-1 to Kenny However You struck back Ian Name any of the three Scottish Premiership sides Who ended the league season With only two red cards You had the choice of Rangers Which Ian got Celtic Or Dundee United There we are Three of the top four Who would, who were Who were Celtics again Because we did Rangers recently On the show And it was um, Balogun and Kent Celtics were Beaton and Anyway forget that I'm on a, off on a it tangent doesn't It doesn't matter You're right Ian <laughs> Thanks for keeping me right And who finished Top of the bottom Six In seventh It was Levy I'm afraid Ian You could have Pegged him back But it was a four for Kenny And a two for you Ian in Villa Moura If there's one thing That's going to make up For not winning a signed ball By Hugh Keevans <laughs> It's being in Villa Moura Ian So have a good weekend Cheers guys Cheers right. Good man There we go It was Carl Starfelt For anyone who wants to Make sure they can sleep easy tonight ah. There we go Look at that That's how popular you two are People are on their holidays In Portugal And they think 7 o'clock Friday night I know time what I need to do yeah. Yeah. It's time to step up to the plate It'll be a bit boring now Getting people from This country Phoning in Yeah well there was a night Was it Thursday a Tuesday night The night before the game Of all the callers we took Two were in the UK Everyone else was on their travels to Seville or from or whatever. Um, well, they wouldn't have been coming back, don't be silly, at that point. Right, I know a lot of people are talking about Seville and Hamden tomorrow, but let's not forget what's happening in just over 40 minutes' time because Inverness take on St. Johnson for the last remaining spot in the top flight. So you Rangers fans, Celtic fans, Motherwell, St. Mirren, everyone else who's listening, this is your away day calendar for next season Is it Perth Is it Inverness We'll find out Partly tonight And then in the second leg In a few days time But Dave Galloway Is at the Caledonian Stadium For us Dave What a tense night You have in store Absolutely gone I'm really really Looking forward to it um, They're expecting a, a big crowd This evening There's going to be At least 1200 fans Coming up from St Johnson Callum Davidson The Saints boss Delighted with that turnout The atmosphere is building There is There is definitely Something in the air I'll say that Like you say Tonight and on Monday night Inverness and St Johnson They've got their own Cup finals Don't they With the huge prize Of a place in the Premiership At stake Callie Thistle Going to this first leg Aiming to make history no side has ever gained promotion having finished up third in the championship can they come back up after a five year absence as for Saints it's hard to get your head around the fact that this time last year they were gearing up for a Hamden showdown with Hibs which they won to complete an incredible cup double but they're not dwelling on the past it's all about the here and now for them as they fully focus on their fight for survival a fascinating double header lies ahead no doubt about that to the teams then Inverness make four changes uh, Harper Billy Mackay Hardy and Hyde replace Divine, Sutherland, Chalmers and Samuels. So they will line up with Ridgers in goals across the back. Carson, Broadfoot, Harper and Dees. Two sitters, McAleer and Welsh. Then it's Hyde, Doran and Hardy behind the main man up top, Billy Mackay. Substitutes for ICT, it's 
Cammy Mackay, Chalmers, Allardyce, Samuels, Callum Mackay and Strachan. As for the Saints, no fewer than six changes for them. They rested a lot of players and they got beaten 4-0 by Hibs in their last uh, regular league game of the season. In come Clark, Brown, Gordon, Davidson, Henry and Halberg out. Drop Parrish, Mann, Gilmore, Butterfield, Sang and Chiefji. So it's Clark in goals. Looks like a back three of Cleary, Gordon and McCart. Midfield, Rooney, Halberg, Davidson and Brown with McPherson playing off the main men, Middleton and Henry up top. Subs for Saints tonight, Parrish, May, O'Halloran, Gilmore, Mann, Chiefji, Craig, Sang and Butterfield. And your match referee here at uh, the Caledonian Stadium is Bobby Madden. I love the playoffs, Hugh. It's yeah. one of Scottish football's greatest decisions in the last few years. What was it, 24? 14 we reintroduced them yep. And they have been full of drama since then And they will be again uh, Because here we have Emirates Cali side Who um, lost two players to red cards Shown by Willie Collum In the, the last playoff round uh, And they've got injuries on top of that uh, But what a story it would be If Kirk Broadfoot was back in the Premiership At the age of 53 um, <laughs> Then you've got St Johnston what a story that is The most successful season In the club's history Last season The worst season For decades This season And The manager Callum Davidson The chairman Stephen Brown They will understand The enormity Of the game tonight And The return on Monday It's unthinkable They go out of the division The, the recent history Kenny just tells you that Predicting them is a waste of time you've, you've seen it all You've seen That first one I always go back to it Because it was just Ridiculous Where Hibs go to Hamilton And, are, and win 2-0 And then when it goes back to Easter Road It goes to penalties Aki's get promoted And stay there for <clears throat> For quite some time Hugh Keevans and I Were there Not quite as close as you At Fir Park in <laughs> 2015 So we, we won't uh, Go over old wins with you there As much as I would love to even then last year you think I mean Dundee Can they really Can they really relegate Kilmarnock And they did You just Never know What, what they're going to throw up And they've been brilliant drama They have been <clears throat> And uh, And the thing is You've got one team Who are, are gutted They're actually in it You've got another team Who have worked super hard To yep. actually get into this Into this final and, and get the opportunity To get up So You've got that But you know what That's that's all just generic talk You know It's two teams going at it uh, they are I mean Inverness are decent I've watched them Uh I was at their game against what was the first game against Partick Thistle uh, and looked good they've got some good players Dodgy's got his team set up pretty well St Johnson like you say they're off the back of the most successful season the club's ever had mm -hmm. and now they're in a, in a fight a dog fight to actually stay in the league so too hard to predict I mean if I had to say someone I would have to go for St Johnston you would? I would I would go for St Johnston but and what's that what's that based on? I, I just think it's off it's the, I mean, the level that they've, they've been playing at they have got a, a good They've got some decent players as well When that being said So over Inverness I just think if I was to put my neck on the line mm -hmm. I would go with the Premiership team the only, the only reason I, I'd be hesitant Is that they're shocking in front of goal 38 league matches 24 mm -hmm. goals uh, And it's a real bugbear for them But I have the feeling that whatever Inverness are going to do They're going to have to do the bulk of the work tonight At their own place Yeah it's going to be a fascinating one You look at Callum Davidson 
we're talking about you know manager of the year discussions last week, why uh, last season, last year, why was he overlooked? How utterly bizarre would it be to have spent two years at St Johnson where you win two trophies and get the team relegated? I, I don't know if that, is that a good CV or, or how how would you then even assess that that period? Well, I don't even know. I mean, I mean to win both cups last year uh, and the same player to score the, the winning goal in the same minute. Like things aligned sometimes you know mm-hmm. but they've always been a team obviously that have kind of been more than than not in the bottom half come the end of this come the end of the season in the in the bottom six when you're in that you're always I mean you leave yourself open if one season to get dragged into that mm-hmm. in a fight we've seen it Hearts get uh, a few seasons back which you never know to think where Hearts are now yep. that they got relegated a few seasons back Hibs getting getting relegated you know it's, it happens to, to big clubs in, in our own country it's happened to big clubs down in England as well so you're, you're never too good to go down that's for sure uh, but off the back of last season I'm not sure any St Johnston fans or, or players or anybody involved in the club could have envisaged that they're in this position that they're in now I mean I think Hugh What it does as well Is it gives you that That lifeline Obviously that's what a playoff is I mean Inverness Finished six points Behind our broth You know it was uh-huh. our broth That were there the full time They led the league For so long Then they, they were close in second And Inverness just kept Plugging away And now they could be the ones That go up I don't know if you noticed In, in League 1 the, the final table Queen's Park finished 21 points Behind Airdrie Yeah And it's Queen's Park That they yeah. got promotion So it gives you that Extra chance Yeah but my gut feeling is that if Inverness are to overcome St Johnson, they'll they'll need to put down a hefty deposit tonight. Well, it's going to be a fascinating one. Seven forty-five kickoff, exactly thirty minutes time. So whatever happens tonight, I'm sure we will uh, talk about it tomorrow when we are on. Let's bring in our next caller now, producer Callum. Uh, maybe I I just my knowledge of names is not great. I was going to say Sharon, but he tells me that's not it, Sharon. It's not. I've not pronounced it properly in the past. No, yeah, uh, you said, uh, well, the last time it was Shannon, and then it was Sharon, and it's Sharon, I've got two R's in my name. Sharon, there we are, see, it's got two R's, producer Scott, that's the problem, that's why I got it wrong, my apologies. Anyway, what's your point tonight? Um, the, well, I was on a, a couple of weeks ago uh, regarding uh, the, the Hearts and his game, and then against me and my partner, who's a Hearts fan, I'm Rangers, but just um, to recall on the, the game on uh, Wednesdays, excuse my voice, I lost it down in Liverpool over the week. Um, but um, I do feel that, um, that when Ruth and um, Ramsey come on, I think they come on too late. I think that um, they should have come on on the, the, the first half of the extra time. They didn't have enough um, time to... Uh, like obviously have um, field play, uh, especially Ramsey, who went on probably cold, um, didn't get the feel of the game. Um, so Callum went off very disappointed, and um, and I think that yeah, I, I think that's what happened. I, I I don't think they had enough field play. I, I, when they did come on, it started again, and and Rangers get the feel. So I do, I, I do feel that um, they didn't have the, the, the good field play. Second of all, um, Rangers against Hearts tomorrow, which is an amazing game. Um, my partner's going to the, the Hearts uh, final. Um, I'm, unfortunately, I'm at home alone watching it by myself, which will be great because uh, I'm hopefully I'll be celebrating when he comes through the door. <laughs> so is he a Hearts fan? 
Yeah, yeah, oh, and he's dear. a Hearts fan, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a Hearts fan. He's going to the game, and uh, if, well, if he's looking for somebody to go with, I went, mean, I ain't going with you, mate. Ain't going. <laughs> what a mix that is, Hugh Keevans. Yeah. That's going to be a split household tomorrow. It's a rom com. We've got our first rom com of the programme. Uh, so, Sharon uh, will get peace to shout and ball at the telly, and her partner will get peace to shout and ball. In Inside stadium. Hamden So uh, I think it'll be a, a, a terrific final um, Because People go into cup finals With their own Incentives Giovanni Van Bronckhurst And all the Rangers players Just want to get out Onto the park That's where You can be yourself you, you, You've you had enough time To bottle it up In private You can just get out Wait mm. for Willie Cobb To blow the whistle And you've got a football match and Robbie Nielsen has all the incentive in the world, you know, to to bring a major trophy to Tynecastle. It doesn't happen very often. Uh, he's known success in this competition in a maroon jersey, uh, and he's in Craig Gordon. He's got Player of the Year, uh, so you've got arguably Craig Gordon one end. We don't know. For all we know, it might be the emotional farewell for Alan McGregor at the other end, or. If Giovanni Van Bronker says that I've picked John McLaughlin for the cup ties, I can't leave him out on the final. So, as I say, it's what a cup final should be. It's full of subplots, intrigue, guessing games, uh, and anything could happen. Yeah, I mean, I think by all accounts, John McLaughlin will play t- tomorrow, Kenny. That seems to be the way it's. Um, yeah, I think he confirmed it earlier, actually, the Rangers manager. I think he was asked. Um, but anyway, I think, you know, we've known that for a couple of weeks That was potentially in the pipeline The first point there about, you know, the penalties the other night Aaron Ramsey coming on too late Kamal Roof coming on too late Obviously the truth is no one knows If Aaron Ramsey coming on earlier would have helped him score We just don't know But is there a risk there? Are you a fan of that? You know, bringing someone on to take a penalty just a couple of minutes prior? Uh, listen, if that's the sole reason that you've brought a player on Again, that's that's no that's no for me to say. I mean, again, would I do it if it's your best penalty taker? Would, would you do it? I, I don't know. Uh, obviously, we've seen it in the past with goalkeepers as well, who are really mm-hmm. really good at, at saving penalties. Apparently, so my only thing on it is, and this is without any knowledge of it, I'll have to say, I'm sure every player, including Aaron Ramsey, was disappointed that they weren't playing. And then as the game develops, every other player seemed to be going on before him. You know, so in so that bit surprised you and, then and that say well, James Sands went on first or others. I, I think so and others. You know because I think it was quite a and listen the only opinion of matters is Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and that that's it. But with in the build up to the game, based on the performances that we had seen against Braga, uh, the, the performances that we had seen him in against Celtic, both at Ibrox and at Hamden as well before he got injured, he's bringing something to that team. There is there is no doubt about it. Not only the experience that he's got in European games as an international footballer, and is just a in, in general a wonderful player. We, I think the the general consensus is that if he's fully fit, he actually has to start. Right, he never started, and Giovanni decided to go with the same team that had done brilliant in the home leg and the away leg against Leipzig and got the team to the final. But I felt there was going to be a time that we'd have came on, you know, and, and enough time to affect the game. So whether that's where half an hour to go. To come on and try and win you Or get you back in it Or even give you a bit of composure on the ball To take the sting out of things I thought that would happen Then when it got closer to the end of the game You think right it's going to extra time Right he's got half an hour now to affect the game We say that on, on the night He's definitely got a part to play 
and then it goes to penalties and he's on two minutes before. I think if that had been me and the, that, that set of circumstances were thrown at me, I might not have been in a great headspace to maybe go and take a penalty. Mm. You know, so whether he was and only Aaron and, and, and Giovanni will know what, what, what went on and, and only Gio will know what the reasons behind it were. But I don't think me or other players that I probably know and I've played with, we'd have been in a great headspace coming only three minutes to go just to take a penalty when you've seen other players get opportunities to go and affect the game. Sharon, hopefully you and your partner can get on famously tomorrow night and let football be the real winner. I don't think that's going to happen. But thank you anyway for taking the time tonight. We'll get a full-time teaser for these two next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Kenny Miller and Hugh Evans are here. It's 0141-951-1025. Uh, let's set up tonight's full-time teaser, which is a pretty straightforward format. If you've never heard it before, it's you who supplies the questions and the pundits try to supply the answers between about half seven and the end of the show. So thank you to Davy who sent this one in tonight. Davy says, can you name the last nine players to score against either Old Firm side in a Scottish Cup final? Can you name the last nine players to score against either Old Firm side in a Scottish Cup final? So Ginelli. Well done. Josh Ginelli of Hearts. In a uh, Scottish Cup final. Boyce. Not easy this. Gray, no. Yes. yes. Stokes. Yep. Both. What did you say, Hugh? Uh, Boyce. Yes, well done. All right, we'll leave it there. That's you got four of them. Already So starting most recently Liam Boyce Hearts against Celtic Josh Ginelli the same yep. Anthony Stokes And see this is You see the difference The Hibs fans call him Sir David Gray Yes Kenny Miller calls him Gray <laughs> Davey That's it Dave at the most back, The right back It was the right back <laughs> Anyway We've got a couple on the board We'll see how many we get And your nightly reminder That it's full time At Clyde1.com If you want to submit your questions so please do In fact we're going to need more for next season So get your thinking caps on over the summer And send some in Right let's go Back to the phones And hear from Joanne Who is a Rangers fan Are you nearly home Joanne? Where are you? Um, yeah so I'm nearly home So my journey took us from We flew in last Tuesday to Benidorm And we drove six and a half hours down to Seville <sighs> Um, and yesterday, six and a half hours back um, to Benidorm, and we're literally in Benidorm, just going to go to the Ibrox bar. But you said you were nearly home. <laughs> ah, well, it's nearly home from until Monday. <laughs> ah, right, okay, home <laughs> from home in Benidorm. So you're going to watch the cup final over there then. Um, well, how do you feel about tomorrow? You know, sort of looking back on last night, uh, Wednesday night as well. I think what for me. Um, just been a loyal fan. I just hope that the the guys can rally around and obviously bring some sort of silverware home um, this season. Because I, I mean they've had a phenomenal season, but they've got nothing to show for it. Um, so I hope that they bring some sort of silverware home. And I'm also hoping that Aaron Ramsey gets on the park tomorrow night and every fan gets behind him and gives him a round of applause. It could not have been easy for him. Yeah, I said that. I think it was last night, Hugh. Look, we'll never do this in football. We just don't because of. Tribalism, no. rivalry, and yes, they're paid well, all that sort of stuff. But just on a purely human level, I, I wouldn't fancy feeling how Aaron Ramsey must have felt on Wednesday night. No, I mean, sleep would have been very hard to come by. Um, but I don't think anyone is going to 
stage a demonstration against Darren Ramsey. Uh, he may not have had the time at Ibrooks that people thought he would. However, um, he, he's always done his best. Sometimes your best is not good enough. Tomorrow, Kenny thinks he'll play from the start. Uh, what better way to get it all out of your system than to go and have your best game since joining Rangers because in all probability it'll be your last game. So go out on a high if you can. Have you spoken to him, Kenny, since? No. No, uh, no, no. Before not. the game? Yeah. Um, you were telling us during the break that you've got a, a wee team in mind, something that would sort of, you know, maybe tick a couple of different boxes after Wednesday. Run, run us through it if you don't mind. Well, John McLaughlin's playing. He'll be in goal. Tavernier will play. Goldson will play. Balligan will play. Bassey will play based on Barisic. I think that back four pretty much would pick mm-hmm. itself unless there's a curveball. I think Lundstrom will play. And I think Arfield and Ramsey. I think that's a strong midfield. And I've got a rebo. Roof if he's fully fit and ready to go and Kent I think I think there's guys that have played on Wednesday in terms of Tav, Goldson Bassey, Lundstrom and Kent I think and Aribo, Aribo yep. I think they'll be they're, they're, they're pretty much so, so half the team and then half the yeah. team changed you know, essentially that's just me that's just me yeah, uh, yeah. kind of picking a team uh, thing. If you, I think Ryan Jack had a big fitness push to make sure mm-hmm. he was fit I don't think we've seen him from semi-final to final so uh, again maybe uh, his fitness might be a little bit of an issue but when you've got Scott Arfield and Anne Randy that are coming into a midfield for Glenn Kamara and uh, and Ryan Jack it's it's, mm. it's like for like you know so uh, yeah that's a really really strong team that's where like you say half and half yeah are you worried about any hangover tomorrow Joanna and I don't mean you personally I mean the, the Rangers team <laughs> um, my hangover's kind of it's, it's kind of subsided now um, <laughs> no do you know what I, I don't think so I don't think I think we talk about this hangover that the Rangers might have but I think also you've got to look back on just before we left for Seville and we've actually been out with I would probably say a weaker team and we've bet them then so I think that's they'll look back on that also and hopefully that gives them a wee bit of hope it gives us a bit of hope as well I like Kenny's choice of team but I would probably take Ramsey away from there as much as I'd like him to play and I'd put Lowry back in the middle in there do you mean in terms of when you say take him away you, you mean because of you know the other night do you feel it's too much of a spotlight if he starts the game? No, no, no I would bring him on I would I'd definitely right. have him there and I would bring him on but I think um, the young boy Lowry needs a chance I just think he played outstanding against Hearts the week before um, and I think he needs, he needs we need to showcase his talents yeah, Rangers fans, Rangers fans who phone in love this kid, Hugh, and yep. I'm sure most of them would be happy to see him. Um, you know, he could bring a breath of fresh air. Um, he could bring froth back to the team. Uh, it would spook hearts ever so slightly because they've got the evidence of last week in the back of their minds. Uh, so I'm not sure that he starts, but I'm sure that he gets on the park before the end. I'm fascinated about last week because. If you are in the Hearts camp, fans, players, management, whatever, you will say last week's got no bearing. That was it was a one off. We were within ourselves, and we knew there wasn't a lot at stake in the uh-huh. cup final. And then you know Liam Boyce got injured early on, so everyone started sort of taking their foot off the gas. But if you're on the Rangers side of things, you'll say, ah, no, 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 that was a full, yeah, so that was a strong Hearts team. We went there with the kids, and we won. That is relevant. Do you think last week is relevant tomorrow? I I do. Yeah, up to a point, but. When Kenny read out his team there I thought 
that team would beat Hearts comfortably. Um, I'm not a fan of bringing back players like John Souter, who's been out for weeks and weeks, and putting him into a cup final and thinking you'll get the real deal because he's nowhere near match fit for that game. Uh, likewise, Halkett. Uh, I, I just think, looking at it, I think there's a groundswell of emotion at the Rangers' end of the ground. There's a groundswell of optimism at Hart's end of the ground. I think emotion might trump optimism. Yeah, I mean, Kenny, obviously, because of the week, that a lot of focus on Rangers and who's ready and who's not, but you make some fair points. Is John Souter at full speed right now? He can't possibly be. Craig Halkett certainly can't be. Liam Boyce goes off holding his groin seven days ago. Now, I'm not a physio, so I wouldn't pretend to, but that sounds like it's at least going to be tight to to make it. Um, although he says, you know, he'll do everything he can. Andy's been obviously in and out and been having his situation Michael managed. Michael Smith, is that another one? Again, yeah, just yep. coming back. Yep. Listen, Cammy I, Devlin just coming back. I, I remember speaking to them at the PFA. Uh, obviously, Andy's a good mate. And he was saying, oh, we'll make it. And Halks was there as well. I know Halks for a long, long time. I will make it, make it. And I th- that's exactly what I thought at that time. That's four or five starting players that have been absolutely sensational for Hearts over the course of the season. All course wanting to make a comeback and be ready for the cup final. But where exactly are in terms of their fitness? I think the lads that have been out for a while, they have to be a little bit rusty. In terms of Boyce, if he's had any kind of muscle tweak last week, then there's no doubt he's got to be carrying something into this game. So if he's up for selection and and on that field to play at three o'clock tomorrow, there's no doubt he he can't be 100%. So there is that. You've got the fitness issues for the Rangers players, the, the, the freshening up of the team after Wednesday night's Exertions, and then you've got the Hearts play. Listen, it's a cup final. You know, I, I know their mindsets will be it's the last game of the season. It's a cup final. It's the showpiece event. I want to be playing. I want to put myself up for, make myself available. And after whatever happens afterwards, we can deal with that in the close season. Mm-hmm. Any little niggles or injuries we've got, we've got six weeks to get ready for pre-season. So I get that. But all that being said, being up a hundred percent, you want to be at the top of your game. And I don't think that some of those players can be. Fully match fit and ready for this game uh, Thank you to Joanne Enjoy the rest of your holiday Thank you so much Good stuff That was Joanne in Was it Benidorm? Yep, yep. Making our way back to Benidorm um, Now Rangers did manage it last weekend But if they're going to win tomorrow They'll have to get past this man in the Hearts goal It would be right up there I mean, to, And also being captain To to be the one that, that goes up the steps To, to pick up a, a trophy Um you know, personally, I don't think it gets much better than, than being that captain to for any team to, to go up and, and lift that trophy. Uh, I've had some, some special times at Hamden. Um, you know, I, probably the, the best one would have been the, the Invincible treble final. But to actually be that person that goes and, and picks up the cup in front of the fans, I think that, that could top it all. Well, what a checkered time of it he's had, Craig Gordon, at Hamden. Who can forget Craig Gordon playing for Hearts against Celtic? Watson Edward dinks the ball over him. Oh, he didn't like that, no, did he? He takes the ball and tries to put it off Watson Edward's head, basically. Uh, but he is a sensational goalkeeper. He is the Scottish Football Writers Association Player of the Year. He has been magnificent uh, since returning to football after a long, long time out because of injury. He was brilliant for Celtic 
and the, the, the cup final he touched upon um, was one more example of that. He, he'll be a formidable figure opposing Rangers. He could be a one-man wall. Uh, so there's another guy with an incentive. He's the captain. He gets to lift the trophy. So another subplot. Charlie's a Rangers fan on the line. What's your point tonight, Charlie? Amazing guys. No. Uh, first of all, I just want to say thanks to Kenny. We met him over in Seville. Um, he stood positive for folks after the kids. Uh, I had a lot of time for the fans. I want to thank Kenny yeah, for that. He's a good man. Over. He is, honestly. He poses. Uh, even Hugh Keevans asked him for pictures first time he came in here, and he was more than happy to oblige. He charged me, though. Aye. <laughs> um, so, basically, what I was about to say, guys, is I wanted to ask what your thoughts on Conor Goldson. If the rumours are true that he's now going to leave, um, do you think he'll be remembered for for missing the, the opportunity to clear that ball? Or do you think you'll, Rangers fans can look beyond that and see what he's done for the club and maybe not remember the fact that he never tried to clear the ball right. for that goal? No, no man's career is summarised in one game. Uh, Goldson has been a terrific signing, has been a terrific player for Rangers. I would imagine that the length of time he's had a contract in front of him, offered by Rangers, but has chosen not to sign it, I would imagine that means he's off. But you would have to say he was part of a team that got to European final. Yes, he's had a moment in that final that he'd rather forget, but I think if he goes, he'll be remembered fondly. Yeah, see, see the see the moment that we're that we're, that we're talking about. <clears throat> it's not a, a howling mistake. It's not like by the way when he actually slipped, and then the lad actually gets the chance to come at it, and then he puts over. I mean that I think would have been one that would have haunted him because it was soon after the mistake that led to Aribo's goal. We're talking a yard, a yard or two yards, mm. and I, I I know you'll look at. It, because if it was me, I know I'd be looking, I, I, sh- I should have done it, I should have just done it no matter what. But a little bit unsighted, not expecting the cross to actually be whipped in with that type of pace into that area. It's it's not a howling mistake. So no, his Rangers career will not be defined. He'll not be remembered for, for that because it's not a mistake. It's just a, a yard or two in, in terms of positional sense. What he will be remembered for is being available every single mm. game, putting himself, his body on the line. Being an absolute colossus over the season, the team ended Celtic's long dominance and, and, and got 55. And these are things that will never ever be forgotten and can't be taken away from him and the rest of the team that achieved that. So it was, uh, like I said, it's not been a howler. It was just a a yard or two in terms of his position at that front area. And and again, I'm not saying anything that will know. No, being a centre back, that's your job. When the ball's wide, cut that out. It can't go in there. You mm-hmm. know how dangerous it is. And Rangers got punished for it. Brilliant for Bory, by the way, because he had to dash across Bassey and we know how hard it is to get round him and get ahead of him but he manages to slide in and get something on it and it led to a goal I mean do, do you think the Liverpool fans would have summed up Stevie Gerrard's career at Anfield on, on the day that he slipped against Chelsea they rival would, fans would yeah but you know <laughs> and to be fair as Kenny says that's a much that's a much bigger more obvious mistake isn't it than somebody who'd couldn't quite be in the right area to clear a ball. It is, that's what I'm saying. It's not a mistake. It isn't a mistake. It's, uh, it's. I think. Well, it is, but it's not a howler. No, it's not a howler. I think the fans are, are more like Charlie, and I think the other, mm. other caller was on earlier were more that he never tried to clear it. You know, but I'm, I'm telling you, like, you ask you any think it's the position back, rather it's because than because yeah. he's, he's now facing his own goal well, and he's well, worried about an OG. Why do you ask, Charlie? How do you? How will you look back on him? First of all, it will tomorrow be his last game. What do you think, and, and how will you reflect on him then? 
to be honest with you, um, coming away from the the Sevilla the the match showing at the lack of two year stadium, the fans' reaction outside that um, was totally sort of a what I'm, what I was questioning whether whether they'd be remembered by it. Some of the shows I heard some guys get them away, get them away, get them away. Stuff, stuff like that, usual stuff. But to be honest with you, I'm I'm disappointed um, that I'm new thinking of him that way because he's been good for us. But I'm I'm of the sort of opinion that I will always remember Tony Goldson and not attempting to exit clear that ball. Um and that possibly could have led to his maybe winning or losing that trophy. Um, that's the way I'm feeling, but that's not as serious being a Rangers fan, that's only my own opinion. Well if if Ryan, to their own view, some people hold a grudge. Yeah. If Ryan Kent makes a better job of the finish, uh then the goalkeeper has no chance whatsoever. But Ryan Kent's finish was not as good as it ought to have been. Where do you uh, sit on that, Kenny? You, you know, in terms of the balance between what's a bad miss, what's a good save, and how clearly things can be both at the same time. Yeah, no, they can. Yeah, I thought I was I was talking earlier with you about one that I had in the Scotland Holland game where it was save rebound. I think I'm just putting an empty net and the keeper comes out of nowhere. After it, it's a brilliant save, but I I know I should have scored. You know, and it was a big game, it was a big moment within that game. We went on to lose it 1-0. Ryan Kent broke his neck to get in there in the 120th minute, 40-yard run. See, when you see him, how far back he is, when Roof's almost about to cross it, for him to get there was a, a, an incredible effort. Once he gets there, and I have to credit the defender as well, because the defender tracked it at the same level of intensity as what Ryan Kent was going on to get on the end of it. And I think him sliding in, done just enough to put him off, that coupled with the goalkeeper's reaction to get across his goal and just spread himself, because that's all the goalkeepers do in that, that situation. They're trying to just position themselves in front of that ball and spread themselves and make them as big as they can and hope the ball hits them. Unfortunately for Ryan, it actually caught it really, really sweet despite all that. Mm-hmm. And it went straight at the goalkeeper and, and, and the keeper saved it. Had he scuffed it, it could have went into that corner. Had he sliced it, it could have went into the other corner. And ultimately, he'll look back on it. And I know from experience... He will remember that yep. He will remember that moment And as He's got to score He'll know that But he's done a lot right Yeah And the keeper made a wonderful save So you're right It can be everything at once Thank you Charlie Quickly on the teaser Any more of the last Nine players to score Against an old firm team In a Scottish Cup final Johnny Hayes You've got Boyce Janelli, Stokes And Gray Johnny Hayes for yes, Aberdeen Johnny Hayes Kenny uh, Edwards Well remembered Yes Ryan Edwards In the pouring rain I've always thought that it shouldn't be Pouring with rain on Scottish Cup final day Yet it often is And it probably will be uh, tomorrow Anyway right We'll get the rest of the answers Very soon Let me remind you of this Now we really really are In Last Chance Saloon Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals One day to go In 24 hours time You will be too late So do not leave it right to the last minute You need to go and text GOAL To 61025 G-O-A-L To 61025 To be in with a chance Of winning At least £36,500 Tomorrow We've been adding money Into the kitty Every time Celtic or Rangers Have scored since January And we're now sitting at £36,500 But We'll put more money in For every goal Rangers score tomorrow 
So it could well rise And the lines close at 6pm after the game We will call the winner on Monday night's show So do not delay It is £2 plus your standard message rate Over 18s only And the full terms and online entry Are at Clyde1.com Like I say it does close at 6pm tomorrow So for your chance to be the winner on Monday Text GOAL to 61025 Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, which means it's getting nervy on the full-time teaser, but not as nervy as it is in Inverness. It's just kicked off between Inverness and St Johnston for the chance to be the last remaining team at the top table of Scottish football next season. Hugh, it should be an absolute cracker over the piece. Yeah, I mean, for Billy Dodds to get them up, uh, having finished in third place in the championship, that's a magnificent achievement for him. For Callum Davidson, he was a hero last season. He'll be an even bigger hero for a slightly different reason, not because he won two cups, but because he kept them up. So it's a huge night. Kenny, I wonder though, you know, it can be cagey. You wonder it's two legs, you're not going to win it tonight, but you. Don't want to be Feel like you're out of it either No I think what Hugh said earlier Is right I think this is A chance for Inverness To go and win game Their home form just came up there I think it's In the last six games It's a draw And won the last five So they're in some Really really good form At home So this is a real opportunity For them to go and Try and put a little bit of, A little bit of daylight Between them And St Johnston Before the second leg But I, I just think that I, I'm looking at the St Johnston team now And I know Hugh says I've not scored a lot of goals But what they do have They have a, a, a forward Who's in incredible form In Henry uh, since February he's got 8 goals He's only second to Giacomacus in that period But that is also the period where he's came into the St Johnston team So he's, uh, he's he's got a goal in him, that's for sure So uh, yeah, I, I think St Johnston over the over the two legs will be too strong well, that, That's astonishing Therefore he's responsible for 33% of all the goals <laughs> St Johnston have scored this season Top form he's in I think this went back to last season as well though, didn't it? Even when they, when they were good and they were winning things I don't think they scored uh, that many goals and I hope he won't mind me saying Slightly tongue in cheek When I noticed Callum Davidson On the screen earlier I'm sure he's a lot greyer Than he was last season <laughs> Which probably tells a story About how this campaign uh, Has gone So there we are Right we'll keep an eye On the opening stages Of this one We do have to try And round off the teaser As well Which is Thanks to Davey The last nine players To score against Either of the old firm in the Scottish Cup final Will Halliday be added to that list tomorrow Hugh We never know I was watching um, his goal from 2016 the, This afternoon The first man to grab him was Kenny Miller uh, And it was a sensational goal But I spoke to Andy He'll, for, cel- he'll celebrate this one a bit differently tomorrow yeah, Will he not? Because his family will be trying to disown him Well I spoke to Andy for a newspaper piece last weekend And you know the the, the most telling thing that he said was that He's 30 years old now and to his way of thinking, he has never won a meaningful trophy. In other words, a league title, the Scottish Cup or the Scottish League Cup. And that's what he wants to do tomorrow. Everyone knows he's a Rangers season ticket holder since he was four years old. But tomorrow, he's a Hearts employee and he wants to win the Cup. Us on the outside make far too much of that stuff, Kenny Miller. We're speaking to a guy, Hugh, that's... Got a Scottish Cup winner's medal for both sides of yeah. Glasgow, for goodness yeah, yeah, sake. Yeah. You're going to do your job, Kenny, don't you? Absolutely. Well, and yeah, I mean, Andy said, I mean, what I would say, I know it's not a major honour, but 
to play his part in getting Rangers back to top flight. Mm. He had a big, meaningful part in that. There's no doubt about it. So, listen, I know, and Andy will be fully focused on lifting that trophy. It's as simple as that. And when it comes to it, he'll, uh, if he has to kick one of his mates, he'll kick one of his mates. I've never been given a lift home on a Monday night by a guy who won that Scottish Cup winner's medal on a Saturday so. I think if he wins the Scottish Cup on Saturday we might not see him on I Monday night I think I'll be getting the call on Monday I afternoon. think that's, that's um, a distinct possibility keep your phone on um, right anyway the last nine to score against either of the old firm in a Scottish Cup final you've got Boyce Janelli, Edwards Hayes Stokes uh, Sir David Gray as they call him did Michael Higdon do it? he did not unfortunately oh. the day you're thinking of finished 3-0 uh, uh, Kingsley Yes well done And ha- uh, that next question is How far back are we going? Oh and see the other time That Motherwell got to the final More recently Hugh It, uh-huh. it was nil that day as well right. So uh, yeah Well Yeah we're having to go back Back a little bit further Than what you've got so far Are we going back to Queen of the South? The year mm-hmm. One Yeah No no you're I, right I don't know who scored though Ah good That's just scored. the way I like it can't remember No Well I'll give you some thinking time Between now and the end of the show See what we can get Just another reminder Full time at Clyde1.com Inverness have got a corner Well Glenn Middleton Had a terrific shot And the goalkeeper Ridgers uh, Made a very good save So St Johnston are giving this A bit of welly as they say yeah, Off the training ground From the corner for St Johnston But it's just not enough On the return pass to Holberg uh, Which means he can't get enough Purchase on the shot And it's an easy save for Mark Ridgers I said earlier you know, It should be a cracker And I meant the occasion I'll always do my best To talk up Scottish football And I love it dearly um, But Inverness or both Was Rubbish Right It's alright to just say that Sometimes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And especially in the playoffs It's just about getting the job done Isn't it Well I spoke to a couple of St Johnston players last night And I described it as a dog fight <laughs> uh, And I think No matter Any player Coach Manager Or fan Involved in this game Would take a scrappy 1-0 over the two legs or like it was in the semi-final a penalty shootout one if uh, if their team either stays up or goes up oh there's no doubt you just you just get this job done at all oh, costs yeah, yeah you really um, not the remotest interest in the beauty of it all just get the job done I think the, 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 it's the is the pressure more on the team that's trying to avoid going down I mean you, know, you always yeah. hear about Got to be. if you're St Johnson does this mean that you know, there's going to be cutbacks in the office and for the kit man and the tea lady. You know, these are always the stories that get sort yeah. of wheeled out at these times. You were the greatest team the club had ever had last season, and you'll be one of the worst teams they've ever had this season if you go down. Um, you know, there's no sentiment in football. That's the way it works. You go from the greatest to the most hopeless uh, in the space of months. Uh, so the the pressure is. Very much on St Johnston And far more than On Inverness Cali Tissot Going along with that Absolutely Yep I think it's uh, When you're the team That are potentially Going to get relegated Obviously you're under A heavy heavy pressure uh, Inverness have had a, a decent season Yes there is pressure Because they want to go up There's no doubt about it It's it's a lot of hard work Waiting into this season It's This is the last chance They've got And it's a brilliant opportunity For them to go up So if they lose I mean they'll, I mean they'll be gutted You know Because they've put so much mm. Into the season But yeah The pressure is definitely On the Premiership team Right sorry I'm not just doing this For sport honestly I, I wonder if 2015 Was the one year That that Maybe flipped Because it was Rangers I mean the thought of Rangers Not You know I know there was pressure Felt around Motherwell I could, I could sense it for sure But do you think maybe 
the expectation on Rangers That's play the exception part. to the rule yeah. There's no getting away from it Rangers going into any game what, I mean, They should win the game You know it's as simple as that The expectation is there for them to go win the game And that particular season It's not any different What I would say is we actually finished third in the in the in the championship that year. True, yeah. You know, it was like we we had a really really bad year. We made it and through and it, it proved one step. I think we lost was it three one. We lost the game at Ibrox. You know, so and it was a late Darren McGregor goal for a minute correctly yeah, yeah. to get it back to, to to give you a little bit of chance. But uh, I mean, Motherwell won the game convincingly over the two legs, and uh, and that was just it showed where that team was at that moment. You know, we did what I would say is about the process to get to there. It's long, you know, when you're going home and away, sure. home and yeah, away. Yeah. So it's all geared towards the Premiership team as well. So uh, they've got that in their favour as well, St John's. Yeah, and good. thanks to Bill Mojney for nearly sending Hugh Evans yeah. over the edge. I thought we yeah. had lost you that day. I must admit, we're out of time though. What about the last two on the teaser? We're looking for the last nine to score against Celtic or Rangers. In a Scottish Cup final Boyce, Kingsley, Janelli, Edwards, Olive Hearts Hayes of Aberdeen Stokes and Grey of Hibs And we can't remember the Queen of the South was ones, it, can we? Was it Stephen Dobby? No, it wasn't I no, thought that you had was it my fault. I didn't think it You've got the right first point. name And I thought Stephen... you had it Steve Steve More widely known go. No, I'm, I've gone Yeah Wait, is it two? The two, two queen, yeah the two queen. Oh my goodness uh, No, I've gone too Can you know Recall Steven, no. no, Steve. <laughs> Steve. Yeah, it's very important. Steve, Steve. Begins no. with a T. Oh, oh, Stevie Tosh. Stevie Tosh. Stevie Tosh. And the last one, you just like the initials, don't you? Yeah, That's your favourite yeah, yeah. part of the quiz. JT may not be the most well known JT in the world, but still had a big say that day. Nah, I'm going to put out your misery Aye. Is he Jim Thompson? Is he known as Jim? Oh. I think I saw it as James written down James will go Nah, nah. Struggled nah, was uh, that. Well, thank you very much Thank you Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller at Scottish Cup Final tomorrow We are live from Hamden at 2 o'clock So make sure you join us And of course GBX Anthems up next <laughs>